Hey everybody, it's Jessup Warnock, the Director of Marketing here at 7 Figure Flipping. Today's podcast is a replay from earlier this week. Bill Allen went live on Facebook. The topic, scaling. And his biggest takeaways from Grant Cardone's unbreakable challenge that occurred last week. It's a fantastic listen. It's packed with information. If you're listening to this, you most likely missed Bill and Grant's unbreakable business system offer, It was crazy. You missed out on about $20,000 in bonuses, but good news, that's okay. Join our Facebook group, and you're not going to miss the next time we do an amazing offer. The link to join that group is in the description of this podcast. That's enough for me. Here's Bill Allen. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. So yesterday what we did was we talked about, oh, some of you guys might not know who I am. Uh, My name is Bill Allen. I run a company called Seven Figure Flipping. I'm one of Grant's uh, partners, affiliates in that challenge. So if you're here for the first time, you got an email from us or a, a calendar invite or something like that. I was one of the partners that was promoting the challenge. Um, so we were running ads and things like that on social media. So you guys may have come in from that. And um, I run a real estate business. So I've been flipping and wholesaling houses for the last 10 years or so. Um, built a pretty big company while I was active duty in the Navy. So I flew helicopters and airplanes for the Navy for the last 20 years. And uh, I was actually working yesterday for the Navy and I'm going to be working tonight for the Navy. So in two months or so, I'll be retired, done. May 1st, I'm completely out. Um, I've enjoyed my time, but I'm ready to be done um, because I enjoy spending time with you guys more than running a desk in Atlanta. So uh, I did that for 20 years. I've been flipping and wholesaling houses for the last 10, buying apartments and raising money for apartment buildings the last four or five years. Uh, Probably done upwards of seven or 800 single family houses in the past eight years or so. Um, was able to build and scale a business. And it's interesting, all these five pillars that Grant's been talking about. So he talked about the money mindset first. Um, I feel like my dad, when I was a little kid, got my money mindset somewhat right, but I never was around anybody who had made more than like $150,000 a year. And I thought that was like, I made it like 150 grand a year. I was like, that's it. That's the, that's the top there. All these other people are like totally rich, uh, untouchable. I've never heard of anybody making more than that. There might be like 10 people on the planet that make more than 150 grand a year. Is anybody like grow up like that, like making six figures was like, that was the, that was it. Like that was the peak. Yeah. I see Marisol, a bunch of people raising their hand. And so um, about, about seven years ago or so, seven and a half years ago, Hey, there's Michelle. Um, seven and a half years ago, I, uh, I met somebody who was making a million dollars a year. And I was like, this is, he's probably lying. This is fake. This is not true. There's no chance. Uh, and then I got in a room with him. saw he's a normal uh, person. There was actually two of them. It was uh, Justin Williams and Andy McFarland. And, uh, and it just changed my entire money mindset. Like the fact that that's possible. And these are regular people that are just like me and you that are making a lot of money and they're great people. They're giving to charities. They're giving back to people. They were making an impact on my life. If you've ever met Andy or Justin, you would totally agree. These are amazing human beings. And, uh, that gave me the, uh, totally shift, like the money mindset that Grant was talking about on day one, it shifted everything. So my goal for you guys in, in this is, how can I take what he talked about? Okay, so you got a billionaire talking about this, right? How can we take that to somebody who's a millionaire and then and then pass it on to you guys? And how can we we get together in a group like this and say, it's possible. Like, it really is possible. 
it's not just the two or three people that are on that stage. It's their stages all around the country. There's people all around the world that are making this kind of money and doing it the right way and making a great impact on their communities, on their families, on other people giving back. So it's really, uh, that was day one is really this money mindset. Then the second piece was um, they talked about marketing. And, um, you know, marketing for me was, uh, was like the start of my business. I had to figure out how to market to direct, directly to sellers. How could I buy houses off market? Not, not on the market. I started buying houses on the MLS and I was like fighting over peanuts and scraps and I couldn't find deals. And when I went off market, I'd say the eight or 900 houses or so that I bought, probably 10 of them have been on the MLS. The rest of them have been direct to seller talking in a seller's house um, about their property and buying it directly from them. And I have no problem with real estate agents. I have a license in Florida. I know there's a lot of agents on the call. Um, I wouldn't, I would say there's probably 50, 50 between whether you should or shouldn't get your license. I actually think you should now. Uh, maybe three or four years ago, if you read my book, I'm, I kind of give you the reasons why I think you should and shouldn't. But right now in today's market, I think, you know, I think it's good to get a license. And so, um, so inside of that, you know, there's a whole marketing concept that I had to learn to grow my business. And then communication. They talked about communication the next day. And I'm just kind of like wrapping up what I talked about yesterday. We have a recording of yesterday that my team can, uh, can we emailed out to you guys. You can watch it again. They'll, they'll probably drop the link here in the chat. Um, but we talked about communication. We talked about sharing our message. Who do we serve? What people do we serve? What is our message? What is our story? What are our customer stories? What are the people that we work with stories? And how can we tell it? How can we tell those stories really well to bring people in and attract them? We talked about the magnetism of marketing and storytelling, really pulling people in or, or pushing people away. So I want to pull in my best customers. I want to pull in the people that I want to work with that have similar values than me, similar characteristics, similar uh, mentality, methodology as me, all that stuff. And I want to push away the people that I don't want to work with. And, and that likely they don't want to work with me either. You know, um, we're not a fit for everybody. And so what I want to do is I want to make my, my story, my communications, I want to talk about me. So you know about me. I, I was in the Navy. I still am a reservist. I did 15 years of active duty. I've done five years in the reserves. I'm a pilot. I flew helicopters and airplanes. I still love flying. I have an airplane right now that I fly my family around. I fly clients around. I fly to and from our mastermind meetings and events and, and pretty much everywhere I can. Um, I try to fly like once a week if I can. I'm building a YouTube channel around the airplane where I interview other entrepreneurs up front in the airplane while we fly around. You guys saw Russell Brunson on the challenge. He's going to be, I'm going to interview him on the airplane. Um, and I'm looking at Grant. I'll get Grant in the airplane one day to get, to do an interview with him. Um, I really uh, love it. I absolutely love it. I, um, I love playing sports. I'm really hyper competitive. Um, we bought a 13 acre farm here in Spring Hill, Tennessee, just south of Nashville two years ago. I'm insanely passionate about farming now somehow. Um, I love like, I love eating in my backyard. Like we grow 80 different varieties of fruits and vegetables in my backyard. We feed the community. We have 60 people in a CSA box that we, you, we two years ago, we delivered to their doorstep. This year they picked up, we have a farmer's market with 30 some vendors, 13 of them have left their full-time job to become full-time entrepreneurs uh, selling at our farmer's market and around town now. So I'm really proud of those kind of things. I love helping people. I love to make an impact. I have three little boys. One of them special needs. Our middle son's name's James. He's had five open heart surgeries um, in the, and four of them were the first six months of his life. He's had five heart catheters. If you know what that is, it's basically like putting a tube down an artery to check pressures. And he has another one coming up in a month or so because he's got some uh, anomalies in there. Uh, we love going to Disney World, spending time in Orlando. The kids love that. Um, we love going to Universal Studios now too. And um, and I just started picking up pickleball. So now you guys can see, like this is in, in about two minutes, I was able to tell you a lot about me. 
Um, there's another piece. My five core values are of extreme ownership, stewardship, hard work, integrity, and personal professional development. Those five things are important to me and they're important to everybody that works with me. I make sure that they, they understand those, they hear them. I have a big vision and a big plan. I want to build seven-figure flipping into a $50 million company in the next three to four years. And I think we can do it. I don't, I think it's totally possible. And if the way that we do it is helping like thousands and thousands more people build their real estate businesses, grow their income, grow their revenue, those kind of things. So in a, just a few minutes, you heard a lot about me, right? So how are you telling your story? How are you sharing your message? How are you talking about you and what you love to do, what you're passionate about and who you are? That's the day of communication in like five minutes and really figuring out who you are. Like you got to start there. Who are you? What are your goals? What's your story? Go back in time. What are all the things that made you who you are? And then sales. We talked about sales. And that's kind of where I ended. We got like really carried away inside of those three pillars. And I said, I'm going to do another day today where we'll talk about sales. We'll finish up sales and we'll talk about scaling. So that hopefully that caught you guys up a little bit. But um, we have the recording. We have all that stuff. Oh, John mentioned we have a foundation to give back. We do. We started a seven-figure flipping foundation about a year and a half ago. We've raised like uh, probably three fifty to four hundred thousand dollars over the past like fourteen or fifteen months for that foundation. We've built houses in Cancun. When our members were down there at our last mastermind, it was incredible. We had eighty people. Uh, Duke's wearing a shirt right now um, from our foundation. So like you guys, uh, I, I've seen, I saw a couple others yesterday. Um, it's it's really incredible what's possible. Uh, we talked about making money. We talked about. Like money is not the root of all evil. Making money can be a really, really great thing. And I saw it firsthand when we were down there in Mexico. I mean, we're helping people that had nothing. Uh, Marisol, she's on the call. She was there. It was really incredible to see um, see her family down there and everything that was happening uh, because they grew up in Mexico. They have an incredible story. And um, it, it's just really cool to see everything that's happening in the community. So you can build a community of people. You can build a company. You can build something really big, like way bigger than you can see right now. And I did not have this vision eight years ago when I started, nine years ago, 10 years ago. I flipped in my first house. I was like, I just need to make some money. And what I'll tell you, the biggest thing that I'll tell you is you've got, and I said it yesterday, you got to get your financial house in order. You got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can take care of all these other things. If you have this big purpose and this big goal and this big plan and your house, so we talked about it, we talked about it yesterday. A, an entrepreneur's business who's struggling, it's usually an entrepreneur that's struggling. They're usually struggling personally, whether it's in their personal life, their financial life, something is happening inside of there to cause turmoil inside of them and their business starts struggling. So I'll tell you right now, the best thing that you can do, and I'm gonna talk about it today because Robert said it best. The best thing you can do is take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You get that going, you're gonna be in great shape. So I'm glad you guys are here with me. I'm gonna take an hour because I know they're, they're doing an event at, here at noon, uh, Central Time, one o'clock Eastern today. So I don't wanna uh, step on their toes, but I wanna kind of, close the door for us on sales and scaling and kind of give you guys the opportunity um, for what we're going to do next and how we're going to go deeper. So the way I ended it yesterday was, um, hey, let me wake you guys up a little bit. Tell me something in the chat. Tell me something about you. Tell me something that you love. Just, it could be one word. It could be a short sentence. Just when you guys move and you guys interact, you get way more out of this stuff. So tell me something about you, um, what you love to do, maybe a sport you played, uh, uh, John's picture of his dog, maybe John, your dog's name, something like that. Okay. We got, uh, Ed air force veteran. Awesome. Ed, I think you and I were emailing, um, last night and this morning. It's great to see you, Ed, um, here. 
I love cutting hair and doing real estate, uh, basketball. Brett loves basketball, love video games and reading nerdy stuff. Jasmine plays soccer. Jasmine, I love playing soccer. I actually, actually played semi-pro soccer in Atlanta while I was waiting to go to the Navy. Um, uh, we were uh, number seven in the nation when I was growing up in high school. Really great soccer team that I got to play on. Army Muay Thai. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to mess with Jen. Uh, Sherry, I, Sherry loves fitness and nutrition. She's got an amazing Facebook group about that. I love sh watching your post, Sherry. I love to play tennis, play guitar and sing. So, um, so like all these things, right? These are things that are, that are interesting for you, that are about you. You've got to share your message. You can share more about you, like what you love. Uh, Jeanette likes real estate. We all love real estate on this call. I bet. Bob loves rugby, love fishing. Uh, Jamie, I love fishing too. I got a sunburn right now because I was in Key West last week fishing. Uh, sailing, great Italian. Oh, this is so cool. So, see, so you guys all, everybody has a story, right? Blaze loves fitness, uh, finances, analytics, and boxing. Yeah, he works in the office next to me. He's the COO. Um, Yesenia loves aviation. Yesenia, we need to go flying. I know you're like right down the road. So, um, Stephen is Santa Claus. I love randomly giving away candy canes in public. Every time he's at my office, Stephen is at my office. He's got candy canes for people. It's so funny to watch. Like he really is Santa Claus. He's right there. Um, so if you need a Santa Claus in Franklin, Tennessee, you got to call Stephen. All right. And look, that's marketing and branding. You see Stephen right there in the red right there. That's marketing and branding. You see the hat. You see he's, he's the beard like this guy when he's and he's handing out candy canes all the time. This guy's he's got it figured out. Um, now he just needs to scale a Santa Claus business, make a ton of money and figure out how to triple the revenue because we've had conversations about that. So uh, more work at my farmer's market for free, Stephen, would definitely boost your revenue, I think. Get your name out there. Um, okay, so I ended, I ended the call yesterday with, have you heard or seen enough to make a decision? You remember that? If you were on the call, have you heard or seen enough to make a decision? And all of you said yes. So I was talking about Grant's um, program, but really what I was doing is I was, I was using that billion-dollar clothes that he talked about, which I really love. Um, and like anytime you go into a house and you're talking to a seller, you go through it all. And then, hey, have you seen or heard enough from me to make a decision on whether you are, whether we're going to do a deal today or not? And same thing if you're, let's say you're you're raising money, you're raising capital for apartment building or something like that, and you're you're kind of presenting the opportunity, you're talking to them about it, and you just end it with, have you seen or heard enough to make a decision? And this was huge for me. Like I've I've never intentionally used this. I've I've used like variations of this or different things, but if they say yes then you've done your job theoretically at that point, right? You've gone through it. And now they're ready to make a decision to say, okay, well, what, what are we going to do? Or what's next? Or, hey, okay. And I would just shut up at that moment. If they say no, what he talked about is they're giving you an opportunity to keep going and go deeper. So if they haven't seen or heard enough to make a decision, then you're going to keep going. So I'm going to kind of uh, come back to a couple of things that I was going fast through the sales piece. Um, Grant talked about, would you rather have a million dollars or a million people? So let me know in the chat, like right now today, if I could put a million dollars in your bank account, would you rather have a million dollars in your bank account be a millionaire like this in five seconds? Or would you rather have a million people, like access to a million people, be able to talk to a million people? So like, I, I really want you to think about this. I really want you to think about this. A lot of you are answering very quickly. It might've been the people on the call with Grant. So you, you kind of heard, but a million dollars or a million people. So, so a lot of people are saying people. Uh, Brett was was honest. He said a million dollars. Um, so each one gives me two dollars. Uh, Jasmine said, "Yeah, it's unlikely that all those million people that you're talking to are going to give you uh, two dollars each." But um, Kevin said money. 
Uh, Dawn said at this stage, 1 million, she would take it to invest. Okay. Um, so a lot of people saying people. And so what he said was like, if you want a million people, then why, why aren't you like asking and going out looking for a million leads? Like going out and figure out how do I grow my, my influence, my marketing, my attention? How do I get in front of a million people? Irina said a million and a million people. That wasn't, that wasn't the game. Um, so a lot of people would say people at this point, but like, what are you doing to go out there and get in front of a million people? Like, are you really going out and, and marketing yourself and, and promoting and, and talking to grow a million people, to get in front of a million people. And that's my year this year is, is focused on that. We have, you know, we have a ton of people on this call. It's amazing. Like my goal is to get on these calls, having over thousands and thousands of people on these calls. Like I, I know that if we can go out to more people, then we can grow a company, right? Attention. He talked about attention and income, right? So attention, money follows attention. And so for me, I agree a million people is it, but he said, a lot of people aren't asking for a million leads. You know, they're not creating enough interest in what they're doing to go out there to get in front of that many people. And so it, you guys have to understand if you got a million people, when we talked about communication, how do we craft our story and our message? What are we talking about? Um, and th the biggest one we talked about yesterday was you don't spend money. So the reason why people don't spend money, if you missed yesterday, this was huge. So I want to cover it real quick again. He said, most people don't spend money because they don't know how to replace that money. So the reason why they're not investing in themselves is because they don't feel confident that they can replace it. And it's like a chicken and egg. The way When I started thinking about this and looking at it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. The reason why people don't invest in my mastermind group specifically is they look at it as an expense, not an investment first. And it's either confidence or, or money usually. And they either don't have confidence in the, the product, and that's my fault. I didn't properly communicate the confidence that they should have in the product, or they don't have confidence in themselves. Maybe they failed in the past. There were some things that you went through before that you don't feel confident that you can do it. And you're like, oh, that person over there can do it, but I can't do it. Like they have this, but I don't have this. You guys ever feel that way? Like, be honest, you ever feel that way? Like I, I, I screwed up in the past. I bought this program. It sat on the shelf. Why would I do it again? These kind of things, right? And this is typically what happens inside of us. It's usually, it's fear that holds us back. And it's usually fear of, Tony Robbins talks about a lot, fear of not being loved or not being good enough. Really only two fears in the world. Fears of not being loved or not being good enough. And most of the stuff that we, when we're, when we're growing and, and developing and expanding and the things that we're talking about today in, in personal and self-development is yeah. we're not good enough. Like somebody else can do it, but we can't do it. We think we can't do it. And I'll tell you right now, um, it's not true. It's absolutely not true. Um, I've seen people all different, all different upbringings, all different um, shapes and sizes and, and, and. Uh, mental acuity, all different uh, social uh, aspects, introverts, extroverts, all around, all different types of people become insanely successful in the real estate business. I've coached thousands of people. And when people come in, I a lot of times I'll be like, oh, that person's going to be really successful or that person's going to have a tough time. And I'm always shocked in the very beginning of when I was coaching people for Justin specifically, I would be like, oh man, this is, they're going to have a hard time. And I'd, I'd kind of try to predict how they were going to do. And I was wrong like 50% of the time. So now I just, I don't care anymore. Like everybody's welcome in my house. And I know that, that people are going to put in the work. They're going to put in the time and everybody has the opportunity to be successful. And I, like, there isn't, there is a bit of a science to the achievement. There's a bit of things that I see that are, that are typical across the board. It's like, they're, people aren't going to quit. They're going to put in the work. They're dedicated. Um, they're creative and they're, they're just, 
usually when somebody's backs up against the wall, the people that have the least amount of money actually, and the least amount of uh, like the biggest risk are usually the people that are the most successful. Like when your back's against the wall, you're ready to fight. When you've got five different options, you're just going to dabble and dip your toe in. And so what I usually will caution you against is dabbling. So this thing that he talked about, you don't spend money because you don't know how to get new money is like, if you don't know how to build a business, you don't understand how to do these things. You're not going to pay to get the information that will teach you how to do it. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy that you're just going to be stuck in the cycle that um, another mentor of mine said, you have to go down before you go up. So he talked about eagles. He talked about uh, birds. And he's like, man, how many, okay, let me, in, in the chat, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what he says. How many, um, what percent of eagles fly? What percent of eagles fly? <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a hundred percent of eagles fly, right? So they, they, they're born an eagle and they, they will go on to fly. Like we know they're going to fly. And the same thing with like our kids walking, right? Our kids, it take, takes them a lot longer. But our kids are, you know, like just laying there for a while. If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Then they start like rolling over, moving around. And by the way, those years are the best when they're just like laying there and not moving because you can do other stuff. And then they start to like crawl. And you're like, man, my life's really changed. They're like crawling around, getting into things. But maybe you have like 30 seconds before they can crawl really far and get into too much stuff. And then they start crawling really fast. And then they start, start to walk. And then they fall, they fall down the whole time, right? But when they fall down, you're not like, oh, stay down, stay down, stay down. You're like, get up, get up, get up. So same thing, like they're falling down before they can walk, right? And eagles, what he talked about is eagles, like they kind of have to fall out of the nest. Like they actually have to go down. They have to learn how to fly. They have to fall. They get like pushed out of the nest before they can learn how to fly. So they're like going down before they can go up. And he, he, he says specifically, we're not willing to let our bank account go down for it to go up. Like everything goes down before it goes up. A seed has to fall into the ground. It has to be germinate before it can grow up and rise. So I see it on my farm all the time. His analogy, I see it every single day when I walk out on the farm and we're growing things is these things need to fall. So you, we have to go down before we can go up. We have to fail. We have to struggle. We have to have problems. So if we're not willing to let our bank account go down for it to go up, it's never going to go up. It might go up a little bit, but it's never going to go up to where you want it to be. I remember when I was investing my first 25K into a mastermind, I was like, uh, this is an Acura, or this is a Honda. I looked at it like an expense. I looked at it like a liability. I didn't look at it like an investment in me um, until I got belief in myself. That was the big difference. So I, I would say step one is believe in yourself and you have to make some sort of financial or time investment in order for you to go up. You, you got to spend time doing it. You got to spend money doing it. And I would encourage all of you guys to learn on the backs of those who have already walked through the path that you want to go. So he said, you don't spend money because you don't know how to get new money. So you got to learn how to go out and make money. And you got to be confident that you can do it. Um, the reason why I invest in all this kind of stuff is because I pretty much have figured out how to print money. And I, what I, what's interesting, I've been going through the program last night and this morning and looking at Brandon Dawson's scaling videos. And I'm like, man, he's giving me some new frameworks to go out and process and build things. And so a $1,000 spent is a million dollars to me. $1,000 spent to some of you might be a thousand dollars spent. And what I want you to do is I want you to change your mindset around that. Everything that you buy, I want you to figure out how to turn it into an investment. I want you to figure out how to, to how to 2X, 3X, 4X, 100X that investment. And I, going in and getting it, I want you to focus on that. When you're watching it, how can I apply this to what I want to do? How can I make more money using the strategy? How can I go take this and go make money using it? 
And that's where the implementation comes in. That's where like the workshop that we're going to do here at my office together, where I'm going to show you exactly like I'll, I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes and I'll just kind of walk you through and show you exactly how to implement it in each of your strategies. If you're a, if you're a barber, I can help you. If you're a, uh, you detail cars. Uh, I think so, uh, some people were saying uh, they like to cut hair here. Um, like, and maybe you love to play golf. There was a guy yesterday said, I love to play golf. He's like, okay, you can build a business around that if you want. Like, what do you love to do? Remember, we talked about the three things yesterday. What do you love to do? What are you best in the world at? And what has a financial driver behind it? You got those three things together, you can make money doing it. And uh, obviously I'm a real estate guy. I, uh, I can show you how to make a ton of money in real estate, but um, the biggest thing is that you can make money doing just about anything these days and to make a thousand dollars back and show you how to make it back really quick. Um, he said, there's only one reason someone doesn't buy something. And I wrote down, they're concerned about their ability to make money, to make more money. Um, he gave three inquisition closes. So he talked about inquisition closes. Uh, he said, confidence, commitment, and authority. So do you have the confidence in me? Do you have the confidence in you? Do you have the money? And do you have the authority? Like, do you have the authority to make the decision? So there's some, some things that he talked about. Um, and he said the number one reason why people object to you is because they messed up in the past. The, so the number one reason why people object to you is like they have objections is because they messed up in the past. So when I think about me, like my mastermind, my coaching programs, uh, courses, like Grant's course specifically, like if you bought a course before and it sat on the shelf and you didn't use it, you're going to use that as a cycle to be like, oh, I can't do this again. And it may have just been the wrong course. It may have been the wrong thing. It may have been the wrong time. It may have been a lot of things. But a lot of times what we do is we beat ourselves up for the things that we screwed up in the past. And let me, let me talk to you about this with sellers and buyers and lenders on the real estate side. The reason why a seller might not be selling your house is because they're not confident in their decision-making process. And so they may have made a bad decision in the past and they're concerned that this might be a bad decision again. And so it's your job to, to uncover that, talk about that, and, um, and ask them what was going on. Let me see, he, he mentioned some other things um, specifically. Oh, here's the great questions. Okay, I wanna get to that next. So you need to uncover that. Here's some ways that he showed uh, me how to uncover that. And... Um, let me, uh, if you guys, let's, let's, let's do this together. In the chat, um, answer this question for me. Um, when was the last time you made a bad decision? So when was the last time you made a bad decision? <laughs> Jasmine said this morning. Uh, okay, last time you made a bad decision. Sunday, yesterday, yesterday, last week. Possibly today, daily, December. Um, <laughs> it was king cake. <laughs> Yeah, I can make those bad decisions. I love sugar, Jasmine. Um, yesterday, a week ago, yesterday, light fixture I chose. Uh, Niners versus Philly. <laughs> uh, really bad 2021, wasting a class. Saturday, yesterday, oh gosh, yesterday. Two weeks ago, almost daily. I bought a property that's giving major headaches. Christina, I know you sent me a message about that. Last year with another mastermind, Bob said. Um, yesterday, ate cookies. Uh, no bad decisions, just learning experience. Great, that's a great attitude. Um, this morning, trading futures, Francis said. Um, okay, so so these are questions that you can ask a prospect, right? When was the last time you made a bad decision? And um, and they're probably going to say something like this. And then to go a little bit bit deeper, it's like, hey, let's let's talk about that. What was the decision? Why why did you feel like it was bad? And and the the really the people are not they're saying no because they're not confident in their ability to use the tool to do something with. If you're talking about buying a house. Or so a buyer coming in and buying a house. So um, 
let's use um, Christina's example. I bought a property that's giving a major headache. So let's say I'm wholesaling a deal to Christina. So Christina's my end buyer for another deal. And I find out that she has a property that's giving her a lot of headaches right now, right? So now she's probably going to have, she's going to have trouble buying another house without doing some more due diligence, research, things like that. She may even be a little bit gun shy to buy the next house. And so if I'm having a call with her and I'm selling the house, I'm a wholesaler, I'm doing dispositions and I'm selling her the property and I want to get as much money as I can for it. I'm going to figure that out. If I can uncover that, this house, I'm going to start talking to her. I'm going to start asking her about that house. What happened to that house? What was going on? And she's like, oh yeah, I had the septic uh, problem and and that was $10,000. I didn't see that. I had this, these other things. I had, I had this, I, uh, the wholesaler kind of took advantage of me. All, all these things, right? She's super stressed out. She's writing it right now. I'm super stressed out, right? So now my job in sales, we're talking about sales and the sales process. I just uncovered that. Now I say, okay, how can I make sure that she doesn't feel that way about my house? Because my house doesn't have a septic tank. My, my house is on, on sewer. Uh, we took a look at that. We actually looked at the foundation. She got foundation issues on the other house or something. Like a lot of things that she didn't see. Maybe a contractor that didn't work out for her. I'm like, hey, well, I have a list of three contractors that I've worked with in the past and other clients that I have worked with. They're fantastic. You should, you should use them. And I'm going to start, I'm going to start trying to get her to feel more comfortable with, and, and it's all going to be true, by the way. I'm not just going to make up the fact that I have three contractors just to sell her the house, right? I'm going to tell her all these things. I'm going to figure out how to, how to ethically and 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 correctly make her feel more comfortable and not make her feel like that bad decision is going to be repeated over and over and over again. The next question he asked is, what is the worst decision you've ever made in your life? So you can ask that next. What is your worst decision you've ever made in your life? And so now, now you start figuring out, okay, you got a really, you got, when's the last time you made a bad decision as an option just to kind of talk about that, to try to figure out your prospect, what's their decision-making process and why are they not saying yes to the house sale, to investing in your opportunity, to buying a program, to whatever you guys are doing, right? Sam said, bad partner, bad partner. So, oh, look at this. Christina said, I never buy from wholesalers. And the only time I did, it went wrong. Whoa, do you see that? So we started uncovering this stuff, right? You started uncovering this and I'm a wholesaler approaching her with a deal that I know is a good deal that I think she'll make money on and I really believe in it. She's already like, her guard is up, right? She is like, no, don't even talk to me, wholesaler. I hate you, wholesaler. I, I, the only time I ever bought a wholesale deal was from one of you guys and it's going all wrong, giving me all this stress and killing my life right now. I hate it. And you're walking into that house with that person to, to negotiate right? So if you can start uncovering these things, that's what it is. And it's, it's all got to be, it's all got to be you showing how that decision that they can make can solve their problems, right? She's, she might be in the hole on this house and I can show her how the house that she's going to buy for me is going to make her more money than she's losing on this house, right? And so my, what I'm providing, what I'm selling is the solution to her problem. Remember what we said yesterday, we're not going to solve the problem our product is going to be the solution to their problem. We don't solve their problem on the call. We don't solve the problem on the appointment. We don't solve the problem. So what is the worst decision you've ever made in your life? And now here you can say, well, how did that work out for you? What happened? And where are you now? And so a lot of times what I'll do in a conversation like that is I want to build the bridge with them of it wasn't really that bad. Or usually uh, can you guys agree with me here? Can you agree with me? Yes or no? Yes or no? Give me a yes or no in the chat when I when I ask this question. What's the worst decision that you made in your life or the biggest failure that you ever had in your life? When you look back, 
did it provide something really good for you now? Like, did it provide clarity? Did it, did it provide you an opportunity? Did a door open up for you that was closed before because of the decision that you made in the past that was wrong, that was bad, that was maybe the worst decision you ever made in your life, and something happened because of it, and now things are better because of it? Do you see the, the answers in the comments here? Holy crap. Like, yes, I'm glad I made that bad decision. Yes, I'm glad I made it. Yes, I'm glad I made it. Most definitely, most definitely. Most of them, yeah, a couple stink. I agree. Uh, here, here's the variable. Here's the variable. I'll give you guys a secret. I'm, I'm an engineer. I like equations. I like to, I like to do proofs and math and, and stuff like that. Um, the, the variable here, the only thing that the variable is, is time. Time. With enough time, every bad decision that you make becomes a, a, a decision that turns out good. So we're so afraid to make a bad decision today because we're worried about like the immediate consequences that are going to come that we're not willing to say yes to something that feels uncomfortable. Does that make sense? What I'm saying here? Like you guys are not willing to make, make a, a risk, what appears to be a risk right now to make a decision that could end up in failure, in, in difficulty and challenge because you're not willing to take a risk. But if it goes well, you're in good shape. If it's a bad decision, with time, it will become fine. I mean, that's pretty crazy. So really, right now, if like if there's uncertainty, if you're not sure exactly what to do, if wherever you're going, whatever direction you're going, I would say like choose, go all in, commit, see how it turns out. Because with time, this stuff becomes better. I'm grateful for all my hardships. They're the reason for my growth and current business growth. So Claudia said, I feel that most people want to sell me something to help to help me, but it's really helping them. So dishonesty, lack of integrity, and greed. So that stems from somewhere and something. And if we can go deeper with Claudia and deeper with you guys, and, and when we're talking about sales, right? We're talking about sales. It's about building a connection and serving that person. Serving that person. And it's not about taking advantage of them. It's not about convincing them to do something that they don't want to do. Convincing is talking somebody into doing something that they don't want to do. I don't want to convince anybody to do anything. I want to persuade you to do something. I want to persuade you to make a decision that you've already made In when I, when I work with sales. When I'm on a sales call with somebody, they've already made a decision that they're going to do something. Yesterday, I was on a call with somebody. I have a, a $100,000 mastermind group. I'm on a call with somebody. And at the end of the call, I said to them, have you heard enough, heard or seen enough to make a decision today? Tried out the line for the first time. They might be on this call. I don't know, but it's okay. I teach you sales. I'm going to teach them sales inside the mastermind group. So we talked about, I said that, right? And at the end, they were like, yeah, we've seen enough. If we are going to do a lot of events, if we are going to do these things, we're going to talk about it. Then I think it makes a lot of sense. And I said, look, whether it's me or somebody else, you guys have got to hire a coach. You have to hire a coach because you're all over the place. You don't have, you don't know where you want to be. You don't know what you want to do. You got to hire a coach. You have to. Would, and would you agree to that? And they said, yes, absolutely. So what I would say, I was serving them at the highest level that I could, whether it's me or somebody else. Like, honestly, if they don't join my group, that's okay. It'll fill up. It'll fill up this week. I'm totally fine with it. 
And if I'm the best person for them, great. So what you guys have to do is you have to serve your people really, really hard and persuade. Like they know they need a coach. I was persuading them to make a decision that they've already made and they can decide if I'm best for them or not. So, all right. So when was the last time you made a bad decision? What is the worst decision you've ever made in your life? And I hope you guys are writing these down because these are, these are questions that you want to, you want to talk to when you're, when you're working with a prospect, you're working with somebody in a sales role. And by the way, like every conversation is a sales conversation. What's the worst thing that could happen if you did this was the next question that he asked. What's the worst thing that can happen if you did this? So if you're, you know, by, and, and maybe Christina, I'm still talking to Christina with my wholesale deal on the phone. I'm like, Hey, Christina, what's the worst thing that can happen if you did this? And she's like, well, the same thing that's happening right now. I could, I could be super stressed out. I could buy another crappy deal from a wholesaler. I could uh, have septic issues and all this stuff and things like that. So as we go through it, we're starting to continue to uncover the, the, these things that I can then figure out how to overcome those objections, right? Never solve their problem, he talked about. Give them a bigger problem. So he said, never solve their problem. Give them a bigger problem. So inside of that, I can be like, well, Christina, like, what are you doing now? Like, you're going to lose a bunch of money on this house. What are you going to do next? Are you just going to quit? Are you going to quit real estate and go back to your job? What's going to happen then? Tell me about your life when you were doing that. And I'm just going to keep kind of going down that cycle. So um, that was sales. I thought it was awesome. It was really good. There's a couple like questions in there. And my favorite was, have you heard or seen enough to make a decision? So hopefully you guys take that as his tools. And um, this, oh, Juanita asked this. What was the second question? When was the last time you made a bad decision? What is the worst decision you've ever made in your life? That'll open some doors. And I would, I would encourage you guys to take the step that I took with you guys. Do you feel, and take them down that road. Like, do you feel like that decision resulted in something good or bad down the road? Like, did it open a door for you and get them in a place where they're like, man, you know what? Like that bad decision, that worst decision I made in my life, it actually was pretty, I'm like, I'm glad it happened. Some people wrote like divorce. They, they wrote other stuff in there, like things that are like huge problems. But that may have led you to the spouse that you have now and your life is way better. I don't know. Like when you look back, like time is the variable. And I would take them through that process because I think about that all the time with me. It's like, I think about all the problems I've had, all the decisions that I made, all the failures. And I look back, I'm like, I'm thankful for every single one of those because it lined up and lined up the door exactly as I needed. Uh, I was at church the other day and they were talking about the, um, the storm, right? Uh, building your house on sand or rock, right? The two builders. And they're talking about everybody's in a storm, like there's storms all the time. And they said, like, depending on where you are, like if you're in a really good place right now, you're just, you're between storms. If you're in a really dark place, you might be in the storm right now. But like coming up very soon, you're going to be between storms again. You're going to be back in the blue skies. And so it's like our life is a bunch of different like problems, issues, struggles, things like that. It just makes us stronger. We get to grow through that. We get to go, go through the storm and come out stronger. And then those green pastures that we're in, hopefully they last for a very long period of time. And, but we got to be ready and prepared for the next storm. So uh, interesting to think about. All right. So I'm going to go into scaling. So, um, okay. I, it looks like I got a couple of questions here. I'm going to try to get to them all. So um, Brandon Dawson came on the next day to talk about scaling. And this was probably like 
I don't know. I loved all, all the days, but I really love to talk about scaling. It's one of my favorite things to, to talk about is uh, actually scaling a business. And I'm going to give you some of his stuff that he didn't talk about on here that's in the training because I, I spent the majority of my time last night and this morning watching his trainings. Um, so the first thing he said is fear is a bigger motivator than opportunity of gain. This is the first thing that I took notes on. So fear is a bigger motivator than opportunity of gain. And so for most of us, what I was talking about when your back's up against the wall and you're afraid of what's next, we're, we're way more motivated than like if we're doing okay and we're comfortable and we just want to grow something. So a lot of time when we're really growing and scaling things, it comes out of this like this, this point where we're, we're struggling, we're afraid, we don't know what's next and we can really kind of go faster. And so I thought that was, that was interesting to hear, fear being a bigger motivator than, than just the opportunity of winning. Um, he said, if you want to be a one percenter, you have to be willing to do what those who have accomplished it did. So if you want to be a one percenter, you want to make a lot of money, you want to make a lot of impact, you got to be willing to do the things that those people that are there did. And a lot of times we want the easy path, we want the easy button, we want the easy way out. And we're not willing to do the things that the other people, so we, we see everybody, I talk about this a lot, we see everybody in the light but we don't, we don't see what they did in the dark. And it looks good. Like life looks good. It looks easy. It's easy for them. Of course it's easy for them. Like they've got this, they, they're doing this. Like you don't, you don't see all that happens under the surface in the dark. So we want their chapter 10, but we're not willing to walk through their chapter one through nine. And so what we got to be able to do, we got to be willing to walk through the early chapters the early challenge, the early struggles to get to their chapter 10, right? And, and there's, there, there is a way to compress time. It's by studying those who have come before you and, like, and, and, and harnessing all of their knowledge and information and effort and things like that, that they're willing to do it. And usually what we talked about is your bank account has to go down before it goes up for that. We have to be willing to spend some money. We have to be willing to spend some time on these things. And a lot of times what we want is we just want to go faster. We just want it to be easy. We don't want the struggle. Like we, we want, I'll take the fruit. I'll take the fruit. Just don't get, I just don't want the labor, right? Give me the harvest. I want to go straight to the harvest. So you've got to go through some of that to get to the harvest. And so um, he said, step one is go find someone who's already done it, model, mimic, and duplicate. Model, mimic, and duplicate somebody who's already done it. And I'll go back to Russell, what Russell's taught me for years and years. You got two ways to do that. You can earn your way in or buy your way in. So if you want to get in front of somebody who is doing really well, that has the life that you want, the business that you want is successful, that you can model, mimic, and duplicate, you got two ways to do it. You buy your way in, you can hire them, you can join a mastermind, you can pay for training and coaching, or you can earn your way in. And to earn your way in, I'm talking about going there and working for free. If you heard Jared's story, Jared had like nothing. He, he had no money and he came over to Grant is like, I'll work and I'll just, I'll just do admin stuff. I'll, I'll clean. I'll do whatever's needed. Like just, I just, I want a job and worked his way up. Been with him for 12 years as president of the organization now. And so you got to either buy your way in or work your way in. And, and that goes for everything that we're doing. That's on marketing too. That's on, that's, that's everywhere. Uh, Samara, I'm going to answer this question in a second. She said, what was the one light bulb moment you had to help scale your business? to the next level, scaling up for doing a few houses at a time. So I did one house the first year and I did 67 houses after I joined the mastermind group. Then I did 135, 187. We did like over 200 after that. Um, I'll answer that question in a minute, but I can tell you it's this. I was able to model, mimic, and duplicate. The, the first light, light bulb moment I had was me seeing that it's possible. 
not just hearing that it's possible, being in the room, sitting next to the person who's doing it and watching them do it. it like he was sitting on a chair. Actually, he was, he was sitting on like a little bench. And I'm in there with my computer open, taking notes and listening and checking my email. And I get an email from him. And he was selling a house. Andy McFarland's selling a house. He's sending me an email, but he hasn't touched a computer or a phone all day sitting right across from me. And I was like, okay, this guy's doing some, he's got some voodoo magic that I've never seen before. Like, how is this guy sending me an email when he's, he hasn't touched a phone or a computer? I didn't even know how to do that at the time. So that was the light bulb moment that it's possible, right? That if he can do it, I can do it. And, and it's true. It's true. Like it's happening. I saw it happening. Like it wasn't magic. He's sitting right there. He has a team and a staff doing it. And then, um, and then after that, it was about, um, about building a team and staff, which I'll talk about in a second. So um, here's something big, okay? Here's something big that I got. The only way to attract people who want to do more and make more and grow more. So if you want to attract people into your organization, attract them to you, um, attract it, whether you're, you're magnetic marketing, you're attracting people inside of your company, the people that want to grow and scale with you, is you have to do it first. So if you want to attract winners, you got to become a winner. And I see this a lot. I see people who are trying to build a business, but they're not confident. They don't have the vision. They're not sure how to get there. They're not ready to become leaders. They're not ready to go out there and, 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 and do the work that needs to be. And they're not ready to jump in and get their hands dirty. They want other people to do the stuff for them. They can't inspire people to come work with them. You've got to be able to cast your vision and inspire them. Like you, they have, your vision has to be so big that they can fit inside of yours. Okay. My vision has to be so big that the people inside my organization are like, okay, I can see myself. I can see myself working in there. I can see myself. And they might be entrepreneurs. They might be entrepreneurs. They're like, you know what? I want, I don't want to go build my own thing. I want to go be part of that thing. That's like so big, so crazy. I want to go be part of that. Can you guys see that in people that inspire you? You're like, you know what? I, I would probably work for that guy or that gal. Like I would actually probably, I would go, I would go stop what I'm doing, shut it down and go work with them. And that's what you need. The only way to attract people who want to do more, make more and grow more is you have to do it first. You've got to grow. You've got to develop. You've got to change your mindset. You've got to expand. You've got to grow. You start casting your vision. You got to talk about it. So he said, what is your willingness? I wrote four question marks. It's highlighted and starred like crazy. What is your willingness? What is your willingness to go do those things right now? What is your willingness to grow and develop and expand? What are you willing to sacrifice to do that? Because that's the thing, like that, that's it. That is it. If you're willing to sacrifice something, if you're willing to go down, to go up, other people will see that. They will start following you. They'll start doing like, it has to be, it has to be electric. It's got to flow out of you. And this is what I've seen in all the people that have inspired me. It's like, man, like there's something in them that I want in me. And I just go study them. I'll go watch their stuff. Like I'm going to, I'm going by their programs. I'm doing all these things. What is your willingness to do that? He talked about uh, some, he mentioned the breakpoints, but the one thing that he said after this is um, there's most people think about what you do, like what you do. They don't think about who you do it with and how you do it. It's the who and the how, not the what. So the what you do is just a piece of it. It's just like, okay, that's what you do. 
Like that's where you're focused all the time though. This is what I do. I, I sell this, I do this, like, but who you do it with is what's going to allow you to scale and how you do it. That's what's going to allow you to grow and scale. So the, the, the short answer to the question, Samara, how did I scale? I scaled with systems and processes. And those systems and processes were primarily people. Primarily people. I needed a team around me. Right now, I just made a couple of videos on my Instagram channel. I put, the, uh, I put the handle there if you guys want to follow. I talked about marketing. I talked about all that stuff that I'm doing. I would encourage you to watch what I'm doing. Du mimic, model, duplicate it. It's all yours. Like I am putting a ton of time and effort and energy into that. Uh, staff, I'm hiring people. I'm hiring help. I'm, I got a videographer. I got a social media manager. I personally hired a ton of people to grow my personal brand this year with me. But it's it's my vision. It's my path. I'm I'm building out the system and the process. So what what I talk about? How do you duplicate yourself? How do you duplicate yourself? You're never going to find 100% of you. But if you can find 70% of you, 80% of you, 60% of you, and you can find a lot of them, you're going to have four or five of yous running around that business, right? And that's what you need. And you can't be afraid to have 70 or 80% of you working while you're sleeping, while you're working and, and start duplicating yourself. So I'm going to get into the th some things that he didn't talk about. And these are, these are the thing he talks about in the, in the training here. I'm going to show you, um, I'm going to share my screen real quick. So right here, I'm going to talk about this. So let me know in the chat. Can you guys see this? Can you guys see this? Okay. Um, all right. So right here in scale and leadership. Oh, I think this is going to work. Brandon talks about the four P's and the four M's. So I'm going to give you a little, um, I'm going to give you a little glimpse of this right now. So this is the, uh, this is his system, this unbreakable business system. And inside of here, he talks about those four P's and four M's. So I'm going to talk about that because I think it's important. And then, um, so in here, the, the, the P's are here in the, zero to hundred K. So he talks about the, Oh, the three promotes he talks about the three promotes. So the three promotes he talks about are you, what you do and how you do it. Like the, to get from like zero to hundred K, at least these three promotes. And then hundred K to a million is you got to focus on these four P's that I'm going to share with you. And then a million to 10 million, you got to focus on the four M's. So I'm going to share these things. And so these are the videos that I'm working through. You can kind of see me working through all these videos right now. This morning, I was like, oh man, I want to watch this. And I got, I got behind. Um, but this, like this right here is, is where I'm going to spend my time in the scaling section. And um, while I'm in here, I want to share this real quick with you. Um, here's something that I think would be beneficial for you guys to see. So here's the five core courses, money, mindset, marketing, communication, sales, scale, and leadership that they're doing. Um, then they're doing the live coaching sessions. So all the dates are in here. So when you buy the system, there's a link to this uh, PDF, but you can take a screenshot of it if you want. Um, there's breakpoint training. So all the different breakpoints and kind of the direction that you go. So links will be emailed, joined via Zoom. All this stuff is, you have access to all this and all this right away. And then right here, you've got the uh, virtual, um, virtual 10X growth con tickets, February 14th, 15th, and 16th that are included. So your virtual tickets paid for it, you'll have, uh, you'll be able to register right there. And then uh, the specialty courses they're rolling out in March. Um, so that's something that I thought would be beneficial for you guys to see. And then they also have the dates here. So dates and times of all the stuff. And they made, they made these in the evening because they know a lot of people are, are working full-time. So these will be in the evening. And then I'm going to be doing a session. Um, we're going to work on my sessions. Uh, depending on what time they are typically getting done, I'm working with their team. 
we're either going to do it like the next, the next morning before this, like I'll, I'll do the wrap up and application of real estate and your business and kind of like what I'm doing right now before that. Um, or I'll stay on and do it, do it after. Um, I don't mind doing them in the evenings because I'll be on with you guys. I'll be on in the VIP um, with you guys on Zoom and then 10X GrowthCon. Um, real quick, uh, before we get, I'll, I have a few more things to talk about with um, Robert. Robert, and I'll talk about the four Ps and the four Ms real quick. I just want to go through this one more time. But uh, they've got the five pillars. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Grant Cardone rolled out the most insane offer I've ever seen. I would highly encourage you guys all grab it. So billandgrant.com. Uh, they're going to do all the coaching that I just showed you, the 10X Growth Con tickets. And then I'm throwing in our wholesaling and flipping course. It's a video course uh, that you guys have access to. Um, we do live weekly coaching calls with my laser coaches inside of all my mastermind groups. Uh, they do a weekly coaching call inside the Facebook group for you guys, Q&A, all that stuff. And we have a private Facebook group that you'll have access to for 90 days with our system um, that we're putting throwing in included, 100% included. There's no extra charge for that. My 500K challenge where you can raise money. We sell it for $497. So it shows you how to sell. It's it's billandgrant.com, Andres and everybody else, billandgrant.com. Um, and then I'm also doing some extra coaching with you guys. Uh, so one-on-one -on -one with me on the Zoom where we go deeper in each of these pillars than this. So I'll have this much time to talk about one of these pillars. Um, then I'm going to do a two-day in-person implementation workshop in my office. It's just south of Nashville, like 30 minutes south of Nashville, Tennessee. And um, you can come in person, network with everybody. And then um, I'll also, it's going to be recorded. And you could you could be on virtual too. If you can't travel, um, it's too expensive for you to fly down here. We will have virtual. I have hybrid studio. So I have TV screens. I can see all of you guys just like I can here. I'll have the chat up. You guys will be included. It won't be like I'm talking at you or talking to them and you're just like watching, we're going to do a hybrid where we're working with you guys and working with the in-person audience. It'd be great. Um, and then these are a ton of bonuses that they threw in. Russell Brunson's phonology course. Uh, Pete Vargas is doing a story course that's in there and a one-on-one -on -one workshop for to get your story right. Um, Grant Cardone's sales masterclass scripts, and he's got his, all his entire video course. And then Brandon Dawson's revenue breakpoint that I'm going to go through right now. So all this stuff is 997. So $1,000, just under $1,000 for this. And uh, you'll get all of this stuff. Um, it, absolutely insane. You can go to billandgrant.com and grab that. Um, so Devin asked, do you know if the Unbreakable system has to be completed before Welcome Day, February 4th? No, definitely definitely does not. Um, but I, what I would recommend is you just watch the videos in each pillar before the, that, that call for each pillar. Because um, that'll give you an idea of what they're going to talk about. Um, uh, some some people said, is all this included? If Yeah, if... If you bought during the Unbreakable Challenge, there's uh, I got that question yesterday. Um, I, I, I talked about it yesterday. There's a competition going on. I would love it if you buy it at billandgrant.com. I'd also love if you would share that on your social media. If you have an email list, if you have some a friend that you think would love it, send it to them. Um, I would love to give them all the bonuses. But if you bought it through somebody else's link or through Grant directly or something like that, I don't care. Just send, me, send us an email, info at sevenfigureflipping.com, and I will give you all of our bonuses because you're here with me. You've been spending time with me. I would love to have you at the event. It's an implementation workshop for this. So we're going to go through all of the pillars, money mindset, marketing, communications, sales, scaling, all of those in two days, like full days. I'll have lunch for you guys. We'll do some really cool networking stuff together. Um, and I will I will take care of all of that. Yes, it is still $997 tomorrow. Um, and some people ask like, when is it over? Um, you need to buy this week. Like if they were going to close the cart, it's going to, it's going to not be available. They will shut it down. And if you are used to marketing emails, I talked about yesterday, you used to marketing emails where they're like, 
all right, we're going to close it down. And then they keep it open for two days after. They're not doing that. They told me 100%. There's no chance they're doing that. So when they say the time is up, like, do not sleep on that, okay? At midnight, that night, the night that it's going to be, do not sleep on that. Like, if you wake up the next morning, you will not be able to buy it. I'm telling you right now. So what I told everybody is just, just go buy it now. Go buy it right now. Like right now. Um, don't wait. You're just going to wait. A day becomes a week. A week becomes a month. A month becomes a year. Then next year around this time, you're like, man, there's some people that are way past me. Um, Christina asked, uh, will your place be big enough for all of us? Uh, yeah, we have a plan. Yeah, we can hold, uh, you know, like up to 250 people, but I have a plan to go up to 500 if we need to. So um, we have 16,000 square foot of office space. Uh, it's a church. So the church still meets here. So we have a um, an area where the church meets, and then I have a ton of breakout rooms. So I have a whole plan. If we have uh, more than more than 250 people, I have a plan to, um, I don't really need to tell you, I was all behind the scenes, but I have a plan to like have two different groups where we can swap them back and forth and we can do really cool stuff. So we'll just see how many people are going to attend in person and uh, we'll take care of all of you guys. Like I, I have no problem. Invite all your friends, get as many people here as you can. Um, my goal, I told you, I want to, I want to increase my influence. I want to increase, I want to give back to you guys. I want to figure out how I can help serve you because I know that's going to help all of us grow. So, um, will the news boys be playing again? <laughs> uh, Hey Martin, I don't know. I'll call them up and see if they can. I'll call them up and see if they can. They, they're in Nashville. Actually, the, uh, the lead singer uh, is here in Nashville. He goes to my church. So uh, no, uh, I, the Newsboys will not be playing. The Newsboys played at our uh, last event in October. It was awesome. All right, let me um, let me share with you guys these four Ps and four Ms. I'll go through Robert really quickly, and then I know they're going to start a few minutes late, so I don't want to keep you too long. But uh, I know they'll they'll do like an intro and stuff like that. So, um, so the four Ps, what he talked about. I want you to write these down. So I'm going to give you a little bit of behind the scenes from the from the course. From Brandon Dawson's section, the four P's are important as you're growing this business from zero to a million dollars. Zero to a million dollars. These are the focus, the four P's. Promote. So in more detail, the promote, he's talking about like promote, promote, promote. You got to market this and talk about yourself. But what happens is inevitably, right? You start your business and you're really excited about it, right? Would you guys all agree? You start a business, you're excited. You're talking about your business all the time. You're talking about what you're doing. You're telling everybody. You're shouting from the rooftop, like, I got this new business. It's so awesome. I can help I can help you if you're selling your house and you want cash. I can do it. I've helped three other sellers. I'm doing all this. Here's my business cards. Here's my website. Here's all stuff. And that's what you're talking about to everybody, right? And then business gets going. And you start like, hitting, hitting a block or a wall or something happens or some, you know, you, a deal doesn't go really well. And, and what happens is you start talking about your problems. Now you start talking more about, oh, I had to let this person go, or this real estate agent screwed, screwed me over, or this, this contractor is giving me problems. And now you're talking about your problems. So he, he goes in detail. He's like, you're promoting your excitement in the beginning of what you should be doing. This is awesome. This is amazing. This is so much fun. Like, I love seven-figure flipping. You guys should come to my event. You should buy Grant's course and come to come to Spring Hill, Tennessee and spend two days with me. It's going to be so awesome, right? If I came on here and I was like, oh man, like, I don't know how we're going to fit all you guys. I would appreciate it if like half of you showed up and the other half stayed at home and did virtual. Uh, I don't know. We, I'm having trouble getting lunch vendors. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen. And then I had to, I had to let two people go and I had somebody quit yesterday. And so I'm not even sure if we're going to actually do the event. How would that go over for you guys going, yeah, I want to be there. This is exciting, right? And so what happens in our business is we start promoting our problems. Like our problems become our message 
And you start complaining on social media. You start complaining to your friends. You start complaining to your staff and your team. And you start complaining and your whole life becomes promoting problems instead of promoting excitement. So this is the problem that businesses have, he says, when 97% of them, they don't make money after a couple of years. This is the problem, right? They, they're promoting their problems. So promote your excitement. Promote, promote, promote. The second one is profit. You got to know how to generate a profit. You got to know your economics. You got to know your margins. You got to know your numbers. So we got promote, we got profit. We got a profit in the business, right? And then process. We got to build out some processes. We got to actually like map out our process and what we're doing. And then we got to bring in people. So promote your excitement, not your problems. Profit, figure out how to generate profit. Look at your margins, look at your numbers, know your numbers. P process, you got to build out processes and systems. And then people. Bring in people to start executing those. Four Ps take you to a million dollars. Now, does anybody want to go from a million to $10 million? Want to go $10 million? Nobody wants to go. Only Marisol wants to go to $10 million. Okay. Um, all right. The four Ms are next. So now the four Ms. Okay, a lot of people in the chat. I do, I do, I do, I do. Um, the next four are model. So you got to model, build out the processes and, and model what you're doing, what people in the company are doing. Model it, right? Build it out so that they can go model it. So you're showing them what you're, what you're doing, building out the processes, then mimic. Then you got to get your people to start mimicking what you're doing. So you're starting to build the process. You're making sure that they're mimicking what you're doing. They're, they're following the process, right? Master. The next one is master. You've probably mastered a lot of these processes, but now your people have to start mastering the process. They've got to master. They got to model, mimic, and master what they're doing in their world. You find mastery in each section. So each department finds mastery in that. And eventually you're going to be like, I don't even know what they're doing. Like they have, they're a master of that. And I'm not. When you want to get that big and grow like that, you got to have other people that are smarter than you that know what they're doing better than you. And then multiply. Now, how many, how many people can I multiply? How, so how can I have other people come in, model, mimic, master all of these areas that I can then start multiplying that across, across the business and start growing the company where you can start removing yourself and taking yourself out. So those are four Ps, promote, profit, process, and people. The four Ms, model, mimic, master, and multiply. Okay, I'm going to run through Robert really quick, and then you guys go do what you need to do. So Robert, really quickly, the biggest thing that he said, he's never met a successful person who doesn't have a greater purpose than just to make a buck. So a greater purpose than just to make a buck. So it's fine about making money, but the most successful people he's ever met, they have a purpose behind it. It's not just about making money. Making money is secondary to the, to the purpose. And he said, but first, his he said his dad taught him this. First, you have to pay your rent. First, you've got to pay your rent, which means take you got to take care of you. You got to take care of the entrepreneur. You got to make sure that you're making money. You got to make sure that your financial house is in order. Otherwise, it's not going to be a successful venture. So that was huge for me. First, you got to pay your rent. I see a lot of entrepreneurs that aren't paying their rent. I see people inside of our mastermind groups not paying their rent. And I don't mean like, like literally not paying their rent. They're probably own their house or they're paying their rent because they don't like it when people don't pay their rent. But they're not taking care of themselves. They're not filling up their bank account. They're taking care of everybody else except for them. And I think we're a ton of go-givers. Like we're all massive go-givers and we're taking care of everybody else. And we're used to that. We just get used to it. And so in business, sure. And now we got like a high paying W-2 job or a zero paying W-2 job. I have my, my avatar of people that I speak to on my Instagram page that I'm making videos for right now. 
My target audience on my Instagram page when you watch it is somebody who has a million-dollar business, seven-figure business, million dollars or more, but they're either losing money or making up to $250,000 net. So they're, they're running a seven-figure business, but they're losing money or breaking even or only making $100,000 to $200,000. They have a glorified, high-paying job or losing money. And that's who I want to talk to. That's who I want to help. I want to help them dial in their data, their numbers, their finances, their strategy, their mindset. I don't care what business it is. I want to help entrepreneurs do that. And that is, that's, that's who I serve right now it, with my personal stuff, my personal brand. Seven-figure flipping. We serve people who want financial freedom through real estate. They know that real estate is a path in the way they want to find financial freedom. So Robert also said, oh, by the way, you got to know your avatar. Know who you're talking to all the time. Are you talking to a lender? Are you talking to a seller? Are you talking to a buyer? Like, what is this for? What's this message for? What is all this messaging for? What's this video for? What's this post for on social media? What's this, what's this Zoom for? For you guys, this Zoom is for you. Like, I want to distill the information. I want to be the knowledge broker. I want to be the person that you say, you know what? That guy can take a very complex topic and break it down and just give me the cliff notes of what I need. So I don't need to attend 20 hours of training. I just attend his one. And I want to speak to you where you are. So I want real estate investors, people who are interested in buying, wholesaling, flipping, short-term rentals, long-term rentals, apartments, raising capital, things like that for real estate to come in here and be like, this is the place that I want to be. These are my people. And so he said, Robert said, failure is temporary, success is forever. And I love that. Failure is temporary, success is forever. He's like, when you've become successful, I've heard this from somebody else before. They said, you only need to make a million dollars once. Once you make a million dollars once, you can make it over and over and over again. Even if they take it all from you, you can just become a millionaire again and it's easier and faster the second time. And so failure is temporary, success is forever. Um, he's the one who said, I've never met a business that's, that's having trouble where the entrepreneur wasn't having trouble themselves. So it's take care of yourself. Make sure that you are solid. Make sure that your health is good. Make sure your family's good. Make sure your finances are good. Make sure your faith is strong. B build that up. Take care of yourself. Pay your rent. Um, he said the great divide in America today isn't money, it's education. It's not money that's dividing people these days. It's education. It's their, it's their mindset and their personal development and growth that's doing it. He said, Ex expand your mind because no one can take that from you. There's two things that he talked about that were valuable for him. Number one, invest in yourself. So if he has a ton of money, extra money, he's going to invest in himself and then he's going to invest in rental properties. <laughs> I love that. Invest in himself, then invest in rental properties. This is Robert Hershevek, one of the guys from Shark Tank. He's also Croatian. My family's from Croatia, so we have this bond. I see your little smile, Andre, when I mentioned Croatia. All right. Um, so Robert's, the biggest thing that I took from Robert is pay your rent. Pay your rent, invest in yourself. And I mean, this is, it, it's, it's a broken record and a theme that happens over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. Invest in yourself, invest in yourself, invest in yourself and believe in yourself, like truly believe in yourself. I don't care if nobody else believes in you. You got to believe in you. And I look, I believe in you. You got one person that believes in you. I believe that every single person on this call could be successful, can become financially free, can can do deals in real estate in any market, up market, down market, sideways market. There is a strategy that will work for you in any market at any time that you can make money. I truly, honestly believe that. You just need the tools and you need the support, and you need the accountability. That's it. It's that simple. Anybody can do it. Anybody. Anybody can do it. Marisol's daughter right now is flipping a house. Is it on market today? Is it on market today? 
listed on the market today. Can you talk about that real quick? Can you unmute and just, let's see if you can unmute. I think you can. Tell me how old she is and, and what's happening. Here, I might have to ask you to unmute. There oh, you go. hi. Uh, my name is Marisol Mendez and we live in Washington. Uh, so basically my uh, daughter, when she was 14, she came to us and she said, I want to learn real estate. So she start like, we start taking her to different master um, uh, master groups, uh, the one that Bill Allen uh, runs. And uh, she is 16 years old and she has done three deals so far and she just barely, um, her first uh, partner up flip in the market. So everything is possible. She did it. Anyone can do it. Is she going to make money on that house? She's going to make money. I don't think there's a, a completely home run. I think that by the end, uh, because we decided to go 50-50 with her, because she brought value, we just, we believe it that uh, we don't yeah, have bring value. Uh, I think that she's going to make maybe make uh, ten to fifteen thousand dollars once uh, we split it, but I think that's good because I also think that uh, it will not be good for her to make a bunch of money in her first flip. So it's mostly for education, also. Okay, let me ask you, anybody on the call, did anybody make ten or fifteen thousand dollars when they were sixteen years old um, in like? By the way, uh, I, I am financing the house. I'm financing the deal. And so she's only made two payments because it's less than two months so far that they've owned the house and it's going on the market today. So like, did anybody make like ten to $15,000 in three months when you were in, in 16 years old? I think it's insane. It's awesome. Um, really, really cool. No, everybody's like, nope, 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 nope. All right. Thank you, Marisol. That's awesome. So when I say that, like, I truly believe it. Like anybody can do this. Anybody can do it. And yeah, there was a question like, was her family already in real estate? Like they're in real estate. Yeah. But like, she's the one, like we have, uh, we had um, uh, Dawson, uh, Dawson Jensen, Tyler Jensen's son at our event, Flip Hacking Live, give a presentation about the cold calling that he was doing and negotiating a sale and stuff like that. Like anybody can do this business. I'm telling you, anybody can do it. You just need accountability. You need support. And she's got her, she got her parents. She's got support. She's got knowledge. She's got a, she got a mentor. She's got coaches. She's got people that are investing in her and her parents are taking 10 or $15,000 from it, right? They're splitting it 50, 50. So they're taking their piece. I'm a hard money lender on the deal. I'm taking my piece and she's making money. They wouldn't finance it for her. She had to go out and find financing. She posted in our Facebook group. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a risk and, and finance this young lady. Marisol, you're raising your hand. You want to say something else? Go ahead. Here, let me Hold on, you're muted now. Yeah, try, I'll mute you. Okay. I have to say that when she came to us and she said, like, I want to partner up with, uh, with us, I told her, like, look, Sophia, don't think that just because you are our kid, we are just going to give you things. You have to earn them. If you use our uh, harmony lenders and you still have to make that call, we will not give you 50%. You will get only a small portion of this deal. But if you, um, I don't know how you're going to do it with that network that you have, you have to actually call them and get your own money, then we will split it with you because we need to show you that you have to bring value to people. Well, I guess that, that's what I wanted to tell you guys, the importance of teaching your kids that they have to earn their things, not just give it to them. I love it. Way to go, mom and dad. Way to go.
So, all right, let's end it with that. So um, the one thing that I want to talk about just real quick before we go is what am I going to do with this? Like I bought this course, I bought this thousand dollar course. Me personally, what am I going to do? I'm going to watch all this stuff with my team, like all these scaling videos. I'm watching them right now. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring my team in here. We're going to watch some of this stuff. We're going to talk through it and we're going to kind of map out our process. And so we're going to do a lot of that. I'm going to watch all the videos. I'm going to attend the coaching calls. I'm going to coach you guys. And then I'm going to do two days. So I'm basically going to implement this system and figure out how I would implement it in my real estate businesses, how I would set it up to coach you guys. And then the two-day workshop is just for as much for me as it is for you. When I get to teach it to you guys, I get to learn it in more detail and depth. And so what am I going to, what am I going to do with it? I'm going to watch the videos, the, the main ones. I'm going to watch them all for you guys. But if I was you, I would grab the ones that, that I need the most support with. I figure out where my biggest weakness is and my biggest gap. And I would focus on that. It's probably marketing. It could be sales. But wherever your biggest gap is right now, I would focus on that. I would go all in on that and just know that you have lifetime access to all this other stuff. So if you need to come back to sales or come back to scaling, that's okay. Like you don't have to go through the whole thing. Like most of the time when you're newer, you're like, man, I don't have time to go through all this. And I get these wholesaling courses and stuff like that. Somebody asked me yesterday, can I wait to have my 90 days on the wholesaling courses for a few months? And we said, yeah, sure, that's fine. Like if that's what you guys want to do, that's okay too. So we can kind of like set it up such that you have a, a longer period of time that you have access to our stuff, right? You'll have my 500K challenge forever, but our, our 90 day deal academy is 90 days. We can set it up for you guys to jump in there at the end of our event, potentially, like whatever you guys want. You have access to that. So um, we really want to help you. Um, we want to support you. And if you guys have any questions, just send an, in, uh, an email to info at sevenfigureflipping.com. Info at the number sevenfigureflipping.com. But right now, go to billandgrant.com. Jump into the jump into that. This is going to be my last call with you guys, probably. I have an event here in, in Nashville for our mastermind members uh, tomorrow. So like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We have two, two groups. They're all coming here to Nashville, Tennessee, and we'll be spending four, the next four days at the hotel. Um, with them, uh, full days. We start at like 9 a.m. and we go till 10 p.m. And uh, we all get together. We hold each other accountable. We spend time together and um, help each other grow their businesses. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, you guys may see me go live from there, do some things like that. But thank you guys for hanging out here. And um, John, see you Thursday. Colby, see you Thursday. Everybody's in our mastermind. I can't wait to see you guys uh, this week. And uh, make the decision. It's okay. Like sometimes your bank account has to go down. It's going down $1,000. It, we need to figure out how to make it go up 10, 20, $100,000 after that. Use this system, use this time, don't waste it. Like the next step for you guys is to jump in and spend some more time with us. I think go a little bit deeper on these strategies and I'd love to be a part of that and walk alongside of you for that. So you can go to billandgrant.com. Um, Tracy, the, oh, the date for the live event in Nashville um, for this is February 20th and 21st, February 2021 for us. And uh, we'll send you guys some emails. Um, we'll drop it out there. But if you go to billandgrant.com, you'll see, you'll just see their stuff. Um, there's another link to see all of our stuff, but you're, you're on our email list. You're getting our emails. Um, check your spam, things like we're sending, we're, we're trying not to send you guys too much, but I am promoting, I'm promoting, promoting, promoting. So um, thank you guys. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm late. I went over, go, if you guys want to go hang out with Grant or run your day, thank you guys for being here with me. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Um, I can't wait to spend some more time with you in the future. See you.